This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Unlimited Abundance. I am here with a very special guest, an astrologer, Josie. We are here to talk about a really exciting topic. I'm not sure this will be titled yet, but it'll be something spicy and interesting. And we're going to talk just a little bit about dating, modern dating culture, and the best way to find authentic partnership. And so, Josie, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes. So I'm Polina's Dutch friend. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm an astrologer. I am a meditation teacher. And yeah, I met Polina a while ago and we got really into this conversation about dating and romance. And yeah, I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, we. I got really inspired actually from Josie kind of posted a little story or kind of a long story about just current dating culture and essentially the ways in which so many people are getting stuck. And to kind of kickstart everything, I wanted to read some statistics about Gen Z, so the kind of current generation about the dating culture. I think these stats right away really make it visible what's kind of happening. So the first statistic is that 72% of millennials make a conscious decision to be single. They value freedom and independence. So that's a millennial statistic. 75% of Gen Z are single. 74% of millennials and Gen Zers use dating apps. 90% of Gen Z say they're frustrated with dating apps. So it's very, very crazy. Gen Z is having less um, casual sex than previous relationships and attitudes towards cheating are more liberal than ever before. As many as 43% of people would want to try a non-monogamous relationship. So I think that all these statistics really show you where people's attitudes are. And I think that, in my opinion, it really shows how lonely and frustrated people feel. I think that people only go to specific solutions when it's like the last case or worst case solution. And I think that that's really something that we're seeing in our current generation. And so I think it's kind of really important to acknowledge that. I think that when we really see, it's very important to see the issues that are happening so that they can be fixed um, rather than ignoring them. So I guess kind of what are your current thoughts on the current, just on those current statistics and just even what you're observing? I know you, you do a lot of work with clients as well in the current dating field. Hmm. Yeah, I don't, those statistics scare me. That's really <laughs> Literally. crazy. 90%. I feel like we're in a crisis where people are really scared of commitment and I feel like we also have like kind of a blind eye or like a blind spot 
um, like not everybody understands that they're actually scared of commitment. So they, they're just going in loops and trying to avoid it. And I understand that completely because I've been doing that as well. And that's when I actually, when I started doing that work on myself, that's when I actually started to see, oh, this is not just me. <laughs> this is like a whole crisis of people who are avoiding and like getting manipulative and like trying to learn all these toxic tactics on, you know, how to be a toxic partner or like how to, uh, yeah, it's just, I don't know if you've seen that on TikTok, but like all these women, I see a lot of women on Instagram or like on TikTok or I've, I've seen them. Um, so I don't know what it is if you are a guy and going on TikTok. So I don't understand. I don't know. That's just my, that was my for you page. But there was like a lot of women telling other women how to kind of manipulate men and what kind of books to read, like how to not text back, what to do when someone ghosts you. It's like, this is not healthy advice. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really scary. I think like the first two things immediately come up is I think that just in this younger generation, and I'm not one to blame, but there's this really big focus on I want what I want now and that's it. And I think that that's an issue. I think like with any level of success, you have to be considerate of other people and considerate of a future, right? Like I think that there is such an important merit to committing to things, whether that's like to your work, you know, to relationship, to friendships and kind of committing to the long way. I think that that is such, which we'll talk about later, an important part of growth. And the generation's like, I want this, I want it now and I don't care how it affects others. And like, whether we see that with fast fashion or we see that with like dating, mm -hmm. We see that with so many things, like people are more selfish than ever, and yet people are more lonely and depressed. One in three people are on SSRIs or antidepressants. Like it's, we, I think that there's a clear, some sort of clear correlation. I don't have the study for it, but in my opinion, between selfish, being selfish and feeling unfulfilled. I know for myself, when I'm really focused on serving others and trying to add value as much as I can, whether it's in work or in my relationships and marriage. I feel most fulfilled. And I think that's why it's just an example. A lot of people, when they become moms, all of my clients who become moms find like this deep purpose all of a sudden, because I think it no mm. longer becomes about you. I think that's very healing. I think your life gets like a greater purpose. Now I'm not saying that that's for everyone, but I think it illustrates that the opposite of selfishness and not necessarily being selfless, but just having a desire to give to others or to have something greater than yourself. Not just me, me, me. This is what I want. That's not going to make you happy and that's not going to make others be around you you know we like look at I think we look at other generations and they had a greater focus on you know like family and community and all of those things and I think that that leads to such happiness I think that kind of connection genuine connections only happen I think when you're not selfish when you're willing to find a middle ground and to give and I think that that's like a major uh issue and then like I said and then additionally to what you were speaking to anyone can have a platform nowadays so healed people mm -hmm. wounded people good people bad people so I think just because someone has a platform and a following doesn't mean that they're a good person like these dating coaches I see it like you're saying with men and women with men I feel like they're more the podcast bros you know that like like fit to fit to flaunt <laughs> yeah. or like Andrew Tate or those people um but like just because someone has a platform doesn't mean that they know what they're talking about someone can be going yeah. through a bunch of stuff and be a very bad person and have a platform like there's 
there's no correlation between you following and this is a person I should trust. It's just like any voice. And so that becomes dangerous. Like you're saying when these people who are themselves coming from a wounded place, I've seen these women who give this advice and you can see that they're really suffering and that is giving them some sort of feeling of power or control to give advice and then combined yeah. with a lonely and selfish generation even like all the music even and I'm not I'm not gonna lie I listen to it sometimes you know and dance or whatever but it's like get a bag sit mm-hmm. on his blank I get what I want <laughs> you know whatever it's like it's a very the culture is very much me 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 now 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 and mm-hmm. not caring about the future and I think that it's very important to care about yourself in the future and to feel and not just live in the moment. I think that happens when you mature, you start caring, like, what is me in five years going to feel like? How's my life going to look like then? And I think that like true freedom comes from that discipline of being like, I'm going to make decisions that I'm not just proud of today, but that in five years are going to add value. So I think like it really stems from that kind of culture. I don't know if you've seen that as well. Well, I love what you said about having a purpose and like moms finding like a purpose in like having a child like and like it's not for everyone, of course, but like having a purpose. Um, like I feel like a lot of people want two things for sure, and that's connection, purpose and safety. And they think that that they can find that in a partner. So they're, you know, dating and thinking oh this is going to be the one and this is this person is going to give me connection and safety and maybe validation or purpose and then they're breaking up or like it's not working out and they go back to trying to fill that void and I've been there too like I thought oh if I have a partner like my problems about money will disappear I will feel more happier I will feel more excitement and Maybe some of these things are true because I do believe that I will feel happy with a partner, but it doesn't mean that I can't be that when I'm by myself. And I feel like a lot of these people that are depressed and are sad is because they don't have connection in their life. And that is not because they don't have a connection to partner, but because they don't have a community or they don't have connection with friends or connection with themselves or even like pets. And I think that's what missing and that's why it's so heartbreaking and sad for them when a relationship is not working out because they feel like oh I almost had it like I almost I almost got it but then it's like no it's like within yourself and yeah that's what I also like found that it's so cliche you know when you talk about it (laughs) such a simple concept but it's still the truth for me at least and I think when I look at um, friends who are going through the same thing or like clients, I feel like they don't have like a strong community around them. And I think if you have that community and like those very fulfilling friendships or like people around you, that's when you can build and love yourself as well. You don't need a partner for that. That's my take. No, 100%. And I think like you're saying, people like when people lack community, like even if you have a partner, that can't be your only like you actually become better partner even by having community. So it's like you kind of have to already create the environment 
of of if you had a partner in a way right so it's like if you're sitting there and you're like this person's going to make me feel fulfilled they're not you're going to get sick of being around the same person even people you like like your friends I think diversity is so important like you said having different spaces right and I think like the purpose thing is the hardest which is right it's not easy to find your purpose like some find it quicker than others but I think that if you if you're ever moving from the energy of like feeling unworthy or not enough you already are going to have like a a filter that's going to attract a different kind of person than if you are like you're like you know what I'm going to do everything I can to build my own happiness and then when I feel happy then I'm going to go look for a partner so I'm going to make sure that I'm in classes or clubs like I know you teach classes uh where you are so if you're <laughs> if you're overseas you have to check out Josie but like like you have your meditation class you have different communities where you feel like okay I have a good base and I could build on this that versus like being lonely being like I need someone to kind of give me meaning you're giving so much of your power away because now this person's not a relationship they're like literally like you said all of your core needs you've kind of assigned meaning to this person and that's also not fair because no one can give you all of that right like and imagine if someone expected that of you imagine someone expected you to give someone love and safety and connection all of these things always assurance and in seasons but not always like one person cannot always give you that and I think that it also kind of loops to whatever energy you're entering like the dating field is what you're going to experience so if you're coming at it from this like manipulative approach or like I'm going to play games blah blah blah, blah then you're going to attract another partner who's like in a similar frequency or similar if you come from like a desperate energy either you're going to attract another person who's insecure but maybe in a different way like maybe they're more insecure but they are more manipulative like if if you're coming into it from an unhealed place you are more likely and I'm not saying that you have to be perfectly healed I don't agree with that to be in a relationship I don't think mm -hmm. anyone is I think that your relationship help you grow but if you're like really not in a good place and you're coming into the dating from that space it's going to, you're setting yourself up more like, more likely to resonate with people who are just not, not a match for you, because that's what you're that, like, that's kind of where your eyes are and who you're kind of connecting with, essentially. So I think it's understanding that it's, it's crazy to think that you're going to get a genuine relationship from being manipulative. And this is what many of these girls believe, or like these men in these toxic dating advice, like they believe like, I'm going to be manipulative and use unhealthy tactics. And I'm going to be happy. Like mm -hmm. just those two things, just like, it's crazy to put those two things together. Yeah. <laughs> and what I, what I find very funny is because I don't know if you've read the art of seduction by Robert Greene. I haven't he read it, but I, I have it on my, these. I have it on my audiobook, so I need to read it. I, I thought it was very interesting. And I think this man is very intelligent. Um, but I think a lot of these women take this book the wrong way. Because I don't, I don't think there's something wrong with, you know, being, um, someone who wants to seduce but they take it a next level you know they, they take all these manipulative things and turn it into something very toxic well I think seducing someone manipulation um can also you know like having a little mystery between you and your partner sometimes or like but not like keeping secrets or like not texting someone back like that's just that's not the point and he I think he said something about the book is actually intended to you know everyone who reads the book 
it's about becoming aware that others do not manipulate you. So it's actually about like um, understanding that you don't want a toxic partner or, you know, that you don't want to play those games. And I think that I really like when he said that because, yeah, I think a lot of people take everything very literal in the book and mm -hmm. like take all these tips write them down and then <laughs> and like go on these dating apps and like yeah it's crazy and I have to say like I I've been there too because I felt like you know some people it feels sometimes it feels like men want to play games but maybe they do I don't know um but do I want to no so no it's a no for me like, like you said boundaries and you actually think about what do I want in a relationship or what do I want in a partner who do I want to be in a relationship do I want to be manipulative no so why would you like you said like why would you approach it that way that's not what you want so why would you want to give it right and like you said, it's kind of ironic. People are reading the book to protect themselves against these kinds of people, but then simultaneously they're writing down the tips and then applying that. Like how, <laughs> like how crazy, you know, like it's, you have to like sometimes look at yourself in the mirror and be like, and also I think at the end it comes from insecurity, right? Like anytime, I mean, like I remember I was maybe like 20 and I listened to like the book, Why Men Love Bitches or whatever, you know? And, and I look back and yeah. it's like, we only do those things when at some level we're insecure because if you're really confident in who you are and what you offer you're just going to be more okay with rejection and you're just going to understand that like it's okay if not everyone likes me and like that's actually great that we already found out quickly that we don't like each other because you you didn't come here to go prove yourself to be liked to people who already don't like you you know what I mean and so I think that that's also important to understand that people who are going to be going in with these kinds of tactics it's to cover up for something if you're genuinely in men and women if you're genuinely confident in who you are and what you have to offer you don't need to manipulate women if you're genuine in what you have to offer you don't need to manipulate men and like you said there's a difference between sure being more private and not telling everyone your whole life and you know kind of especially women maybe who are a little bit too open like yes there's you maybe bring some allure back like be more calm reserved like sure yeah don't be too comfortable too quickly yeah like for don't example be like, like keep a little mystery a hundred percent but that doesn't mean like start you know start manipulating and I think that this is why people no. <laughs> get like in this loop of and then and then men don't like women and women don't like men and it's like you cannot have a hatred towards something and desire at the same time. It's like the people, it's a kind of like an energy of jealousy in a way where like someone wants something, but they're so triggered someone else has it and they're mad. It's like those two energies don't match, right? That it's kind of like you you, you have to have an appreciation <clears throat> for for what you're desiring. So even like if, you're, if it's men, for example, and sure you've encountered really, you know, there's a lot of bad men out there, but then trying to tune in and see the goodness when you see someone who's a good man like even if something as simple as like I'm picking up my dry cleaning and there's a lot of stuff to carry and the guy there this like old man was like do you want me to carry it to your car and at first I was gonna say no I got it and then I was like actually yes and he like carried it all to my car hung all of them up and I was like just like you can appreciate like 
the just like p- positive characteristics in men or in women right when you see a woman like just appreciating those characteristics can help you build that energy because everyone wants to be appreciated no one wants to be in a space where they feel like the other person resents you it's like a weird energy when like men date but you can feel they don't like they have something against women <laughs> but then they want a woman or vice versa like women have something against men but then they date men it's like a very weird bias that gets created Yes. And I also, I was just thinking that all the healthy relationships that I've been in was because, well, it started like from a healthy approach. Like there was no, oh, I'm not going to text him back. Like I'm going to wait a day or, you know, those are the things that they kind of like tell young girls to do like, oh, don't text him for a day. Or like, I can't think of like the toxic things they tell you to do on TikTok but they are crazy like they are I don't know if you can remember something but like it's like not texting back like being hard to get like you know telling him or like texting him hey um did you know dot 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 and then not texting back like leaving them curious <laughs> and like not calling back etc I'm like why would you like if you're excited about someone why would you not pick up why would you not like bring some excitement like don't play that game I think it's very false a false sense of control and it's very sad and it's gonna keep you in a loop of avoiding what you're really feeling yeah and I think that goes into trusting how people make you feel in the beginning like I think if a situation makes you feel uneasy I know a lot of people talk about this as well but that like I don't think butterflies are necessarily a good thing I think if your nervous system feels like overwhelmed there's a difference of course between nervous between a first behind a first date versus like you always feel uneasy with someone people take that as excitement I feel like you are gonna have so many things in life the person you're with needs to bring you peace and like the biggest thing that I realized like when I met my husband was that like I was he's like the relationship is so I don't say it's like so chill and healthy that you have mental space like you're not thinking are they texting me are they not texting me back Mm -hmm. are they are they like it's like it's it's peaceful and like it's, it's, it's maybe some people crave adventure and so then they take that as a bad thing but it's like you have mental energy to focus on other things like I met my husband and my business like exploded because I finally feel like I had the mental energy that I was like giving to dating before and I had all this like energy come back so I think it's like very important to understand that your partner should give you like peace and ease and paying attention to who you become around them. I think that's the most important thing. Like what qualities does this person bring out of you? Does it bring out like love and compassion? Or does it bring out like this more aggressive side? I think it's, those are such important things to look at. And I think that when like people confuse chemistry, like I think that compatibility Mm -hmm. should be the number one thing because that's like, what's going to give you, because any kind of like chemistry wears off, even in a friendship, you're excited in the beginning and then you're just friends you have to look at who like where who am I compatible with to build a life because being so together with someone for life if you are lucky enough to do that it's not going to be like an easy journey I think you know and so it really needs to be like someone else who's dedicated like both people have to be dedicated like we are going to do this Mm -hmm. it can't be someone who's I'm going to do this and someone else who's like eh, I'll see how it goes or until I find something different so I think it's like 
you to not take it so light like to take it lightly in the beginning but also not to take it lightly and to really like look for characteristics and to not ignore little red flags like oh if they made a comment that showed something that you didn't like like notice that comment like I think it's very and of course not to a crazy degree I think people take advice to extremes but like I think it's very important to look at who's someone showing you in the beginning because they're already like careful so if they're showing you this like carefully curated mm-hmm. version and there's already things that are not good they're behind, behind the but curtain. they're often also false yeah, yeah. the first but- impressions are often false like of course you have a feeling oh this is not right then you have to trust your gut Mm-hmm. but like yeah people because if I look at it from an astrological side yeah I'd love to point hear of view um when I look at synastry so it's like when you combine two charts so two people two partners or like two people who are into each other um I always say like two things are very important so the um, the values have to match like if you don't have the same values it's going to be very difficult I mean if someone is very religious and the other person is like the complete opposite it's gonna be difficult I'm not saying it's not gonna work but it's gonna be difficult um if someone values like traveling and partying and like you know going with the flow and the other one is very strict and loves routine and loves you know doing things on a certain day it's going to be difficult um not saying that those are like the best uh, examples of values but like you have to have like the same values um in a way and then I also believe that physical attraction has to be there like that's also important because you can have like the same values as someone but then if you're not attracted to them it's going to be it's also going to be very difficult (laughs) so I think those two things are important uh very basic and then um what else did I want to say about the astrology? Um, yeah, also, what I also think is very interesting, when you look at synastry, sometimes people can be very compatible, um, but then they just don't want to do it. So, like, what you're saying, like, they're not dedicated, or maybe the timing is off, or, like, yeah, and that's such a, such a shame, because I feel like when you're looking at it from... You know, if you're looking at a synastry chart and you're like, oh, these people, that they are made for each other. It can be like this person isn't healed right or like this person isn't just, they're more focused on their career right now. So the timing is off. And yeah, I think that's sad when that happens or when I see it. Um, I've also seen it with, you know, people that I like and I'm like, oh, we're such a good match. Like astrologically, we're <laughs> perfect. But then that person was like working on himself and like, unsure about his future and like in his, in his career he was insecure so yeah it's, it's yeah you also have some kind of like alignment in timing I think yeah and I think yeah. like a big thing to look out for I'm not saying that someone is necessarily be spiritual but someone who is mature enough to understand that a relationship is like a mirror and a place for growth and not like an escape or a fantasy. I think that you have to have this awareness because then when things are difficult or frustrating, they don't say, oh, it's not meant to be. This is just not working out. Goodbye. I think it's a very immature thing. I think you begin to like dig deeper and be like, okay, why am I being taught this? Like, what can I learn? I think a big like maturing thing for me was if there's like some sort of issue instead of just blaming, really being honest with my myself like okay maybe I'm being selfish here maybe like 
if I'm what, like, why am I not wanting to give or why am I not wanting to make a compromise? Is it from some sort of like past thing where like, I feel like I'm going to be so self-protective. Like, I think it's very important to have that. I think that that's a big, like maturing thing that just occurs where you go from, oh, it's not working. Like I deserve better to what role do I play in this? Like, how can we make this better? You know? And like uh, really making sure you have like the key quality as an individual like you said like someone who wants it like I think that sounds so obvious but like you someone who wants the relationship someone who like is like yes I really want this who's excited about it I think that like that needs to be there like I I really feel like women have to have that understanding that the man has to want to get married or if that's what if that's what you want right like Mm -hmm. if you're wanting to get married and you meet someone they're like "Mm, I'm not sure you're not like you deserve someone who who does want that too you know so I think it's very important to find someone you're saying on the same page and yeah values and I don't know where I heard this but it was talking about how people usually grow up in two ways with like two relationship examples meaning like either their parents are very together and it's like an expectation that you do everything together and if we do something apart like we have a conversation like if I'm going to go with my friend or whatever so the life is very merged and if anyone's going to go do something else that's a discussion and then there's another kind of relationship where everyone's independent and then they come to get like they talk to arrange something together and that that's very important that for a couple those two come together because I grew up my parents did everything together unless otherwise specified so that's very much like an expectation and my husband had the same experience his parents do everything together so for us it's very natural we do everything together and like weekends we do together and grocery and then if if not like if he's gonna hang out with friends or I am gonna do something that's not we of course can do that but we let each other know hey I really want to go do this on this day so I think that that's important because if I was with someone who was just doing their own thing always and I'm here expecting us to spend weekends together and they're like oh I'm hanging out with my friends all weekend that would not work with me (laughs) so I think it's that's also kind of an important thing to look out for like how you see like what does partnership mean to you does it mean you're together and you do life together or is it like a very independent framework as well yeah oh so many thoughts on this (laughs) also I think you know what you were saying like if if you're going to be in a relationship or if you're going to try you're going to be you're going to see yourself and I think a lot of people don't understand this and they're not ready for it and that's why they're like ghosting people or like they're running away or like being avoidant because that's actually what I did like I was blaming everything on my ex um that was like years ago and I mean not that everything was you know my fault but like you're blaming someone and you're not looking at yourself. And that is the most difficult yet most brave thing to do if you want a relationship to work. Not only the relationship you have with that partner, but also the relationship with yourself. Because if you're looking at yourself so deeply, you're going to transform all things in your life, like your career, your friendship, your your relationship will even go deeper because you're willing to look at yourself but then you also want a partner that wants to do that wants to do the same thing so the dedication is very important and then um oh, you said something else that I wanted to talk about but uh what about was like it? doing everything together or apart like if people are very independent yes yeah and I think the most basic thing you can start with is just knowing your love language and knowing your attachment style like those two things can be like life-changing and because you can actually find a partner that meets 
you know, your love language or talk about it. And then if you know your attachment style, you can actually work on that. So yeah, I think that those are actually two things that you should know instead of all these toxic tips on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. And I also think that something like something like a uh, kind of like a gray area of what happens is that people sometimes think that they have an anxious attachment but they're really just dating someone who's not good for them like I think that's like a balance because I used to think oh I'm anxious or I'm avoidant but then when I met my husband I felt fine I wasn't anxious if I think maybe I was a little bit more avoidant like more reserved but like it it, I feel like more close like I grew closer to healthy because I think that women are very intuitive so if you're feeling like something's off and you're feeling anxious of course, I think there are people who are genuinely anxious where like the person's great and they just feel like oh, they're going to message me back. Like, I think that that, yes, is for sure true. But I think that sometimes a woman will feel that something is off, but then be like, oh, something's wrong with me. Like I'm being anxious, blah, 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 mm. blah. When I think that like, if you're really with a healthy person, you feel like at ease, if that makes sense. Like if you felt sad, if you felt overwhelmed and you wanted to text them for a confirmation, if they're a healthy person, they're not going to think that that's like weird, <laughs> you know? they're like they're gonna think oh it's so normal like it I remember a very it's so interesting in early stages of like dating my husband we weren't even like engaged yet. I was like maybe like first or second month dating it was so funny like I was I mean he lived in Santa Monica at the time and I was driving back from I was visiting my parents I was driving back and it was a Sunday and I was like right driving right past his house and not like purposefully, like it was like on the freeway. Um, and yeah. I, part of me was like, oh, I should like say that I'm like driving by. And then I had like old fears of being like, oh, is that going to, is that so weird? Is that clingy? And we were already like dating, like seeing each other every few days. Okay. And I was like, and I just thought like someone who's normal is not going to think anything of it. And I messaged like, oh, I'm driving by. And he was like, oh, stop by. I'm cooking dinner. I'd love to like make something for you. And it was so normal. And it just showed me that like someone who's normal is not going to like, it's going to, that is going to teach you and mirror that healthiness back. I stopped by, he cooked me a dinner. It was like very lovely. Fabulous. And I it's fabulous. In my head, I was like, is that weird? Am I, am I being like too much? Like I just saw you two days ago. What if they have plans? What if they're hanging out with someone else? And it's, it, you know, and it's so funny because like someone who likes you also will be happy. And he later told me that he actually had plans that day, but he canceled them as soon as I said that. I I wanted to hang out so I think it just shows you that like if you're with someone who's healthy they're gonna mirror back that healthiness just like if I don't know I don't like my friend the same as I have my friend text me 20 times that was a little bit crazy but if I'm have a healthy attachment even in a friendship I'm not gonna think it's that weird I'm gonna be like hey what's up but maybe someone else who has maybe is more avoidant they would respond differently if that makes sense so I think it's also to keep in mind like that you will feel safe being yourself around someone who's closer to like a healthy attachment style. Yes, 100%. So to talk a little bit more about that, I I have been like doing the work with a therapist for mm-hmm. like a long time. So I know that I am pretty avoidant, like in, I was in all areas of my life, but I think that now that I understand it more fully and like, like see my patterns and also like, you know, your partner is going to mirror those things. Like you can be living your best life and still be avoided. Um, but, you know, ultimately you want connection and like safety. So being more on the avoidance side, you're going to look for partners that are going to mirror that back. So you're going to look for 
someone that is avoidant and running away and exciting and um I was like I don't want to do this anymore so I think you can actually break that pattern and I think what you're saying about um you know someone can actually you can think like oh there's something wrong with me but I agree with that it usually it, it mirrors back from what the other person is doing so it's not necessarily a problem within you but it can feel like that um and it's it usually also comes from a place of you know your childhood and like what your parents taught you or like the relationships around you what they felt like so I think there's also a little bit of that but there's also like a lot of kind of like healing work in in that um that a partner or a date can really mirror back to you but if that person is going to be secure you're going to feel secure mm -hmm. because this person is probably gonna tell you hey um I'm going to call you in two hours and you're not going to feel that safety um when a person you know you're seeing is not going to and they're not texting you back for a whole day and they're not letting you know where they are which can be like that's not normal behavior in my opinion mm -hmm, I because, agree right so you can be like oh there's something wrong with me because they're not texting me they're not calling me but actually maybe they're just running away and they're just being avoided and they're just like not even thinking about it and it has nothing to do with with the other person like there's nothing wrong with you it's just like yeah I can't talk about this for hours it's, it's so interesting to me I haven't figured it out yet like everything but I think it it can be very healing for yourself to to understand what these attachment styles are and also that you can work with them like I know that I'm more on the avoidance side. So I'm not going to be with a person who wants to spend time with me all the time because that's just not who I am. Like I like my independence and I like my um, alone time. I like a little bit of privacy, but I also love quality time and also love being on the phone. But I don't like to be on the phone like every hour. <laughs> um, I, I had, you know, I attracted those, types of uh, partners who wanted to call me all the time so I was like oh no oh no I'm like I don't want to do that but that's probably because we mirrored something in you know in each other so I was like I was so sad because I felt like oh I have to heal this attachment wound I have to heal this attachment style and I have to change myself and I can never do that but my therapist was like well you don't have to like you just talk to your future partner about it and I'm sure you will figure it out with them you know if they're secure it's going to be fine and in that way I can feel secure because I know that they're not going to be showing up on my front door or like doorstep when I don't want it you know that's my, like my worst nightmare <laughs> so I think it's also like everyone is so different um but I feel like attachment style doesn't equal oh there's something wrong with you and you have to be you have to change yourself so yeah 
<clears throat> so, but it can be helpful to know it's so beautiful because I think it's recognizing that like within us we're all like an inner child that wants to be loved but we have to be mature enough to give that love to someone else too because that's what they need so like for example I would say I probably would be more in the <clears throat> oh my gosh sorry avoidance side as well like as a self-protective mechanism and I would say my husband's very secure but for me it's like sometimes if he'll text me like five times I can feel or like call me three times you just tell me something I can feel myself and I was like not wanting to pick up and I tell him that and he's like that's crazy because I just feel like overwhelmed but then because I consciously know like if I don't answer this like that's like that that's like me not honoring like the inner child in him is really excited and wants to like tell me something and so I need to give that love and I'm I pick up and I'm like what's up you know so like to consciously give the other person what they need or like for me I'm the same or sometimes I just like to have my own space to recharge so and or like go take a class or whatever and he's like oh go do it so I think also someone who's secure that leads to way more like um healthy dynamics down the line like for example if someone was mm-hmm. not secure and had had an anxious attachment style and I was dating them and let's say I wanted to go take like a pole class or something that might be very triggering to them like I was you know for a variety of reasons someone someone who's secure is like my husband's like create another video cool (laughs) you know like I think that it security translates into like other areas of life and like it's if also realizing that if we want to receive something like safety and connection we have to be able to give that to someone else too and like understanding that like yeah like you're saying to consciously work through something like understanding that whether it's avoidant or or anxious or whatever that's just like a response an adaptation response so like for me as well I feel overwhelmed or even like my friends will send me a long emotional voice note I just want to run like I literally just want to not respond and like Mm. and like run like it's so overwhelming for me because I don't know like and it's funny because also because I'm kind of empathetic and I feel like give usually pretty pretty solid advice a lot of my friends Mm -hmm. will voice on me like essays (laughs) and 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 I feel the avoidant response where I'm like I want to like literally not respond and not see them like it's like so too much emotion for me like and and but you don't have to change that yeah exactly like yeah you you're just that. you're just noticing yeah you're noticing it and you're like oh I'm getting overwhelmed and you can actually talk about it to your partner and you can laugh about it and you're working on it you're working it out you're figuring it out instead of like you're not picking up you're not running away you're not blocking your friends <laughs> which is like the unhealed thing to do if you're more to the avoidance side and then you will cause problems and then you will not acknowledge what you're feeling you will not even acknowledge that you're overwhelmed you will just block everything and keep running away and just you know (laughs) turning turning off your phone and then your partner your husband is going to be like what's going on what's happening why is she not you know he's going to worry and then he he'll get anxious (laughs) so it's just like so interesting yeah it's communicating so my friend who sent me the long voice note I told her I was like hey honestly like well also for me with my work I work with so many clients and so obviously there's a lot of different situations and I told her like you know I'm at the moment like I just don't have it in me to give you the response I want like I can respond to quick text but I'm very thorough usually and I was like I just don't have it in me and I want you to know that I'm not ignoring you and that I'm thinking about you but 
I just don't have it in me right now to give the response that I want to give, you know, or like for my husband, if I'm feeling overwhelmed, I just tell him like, I'm honestly just feeling like really overwhelmed. And if it looks like I'm showing when I'm overwhelmed, I don't know if you're like this, I just don't show emotion. Like it looks weird. Like I just, I'm like, I need to process. I'm someone who I need to process how I feel and I can come back and explain. I'm not someone who reacts, you know, some people react how they feel in the moment. I like, freeze like I feel so overwhelmed and so I just need to like feel like I stay calm and I need to remove myself and then understand but to my husband it's very confusing because like I'll be overwhelmed and I'll just be so calm I'll be like okay and you'll be like no response like I have percent that's me like like just like no express like I'm like I just need to process I'm I'm, like I'm feeling overwhelmed and I have like nothing like I can't you start feeling kind of like numb like I have nothing like I understand how I should be responding but I just don't have I'm so overwhelmed that I just like it's like a protective mechanism where I cannot and I need to retrieve and I need to like process myself and I myself regulate yeah regulate and come to a conclusion and then kind of come back but for other people that can be very shocking because it's like they don't get how you don't have a response like I'm just like (laughs) very neutral it's kind of I get how other people it's shocking but I'm like I haven't processed how I'm feeling so I I need to like (laughs) people are like you're so zen yeah you're like so chill in my head no 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 no. I'm like I'm like exactly they're like oh like you're so Mm -hmm. wow you just are so grounded and just like so it's so crazy and inside my mind is like 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 it's like freaking out I need to get like a journal and write like 70 pages of like what's going on but so I think it's understanding like explaining that to the other person like I'm like I will tell like I'm feeling overwhelmed and like I just I I don't have it in me to like to give you like a response or whatever and now he's very understanding and he's like you know like I understand like I'm here for you blah 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 blah. but I think it can be also my moons and Capricorns I'm just not someone you know how there's people how they're very open with their emotions like they're going through something they tell all their friends I am not like that I like take everything in digest it for months and then I'm like by the way seven months ago this happened like like I I like I'm very much like that I'm not maybe because I was an only child growing up I just was never one to just share all of my emotions and like that be normal I don't know like maybe just cultural as well like it's very much like you process it on your own and so I think that like you said it plays a role but I think just communicating with the other person is like very Mm -hmm. very important and just having the person understand you of like oh that, or like someone's feeling other people who are more anxious because they share all their emotions it's such a funny cycle right because the anxious person wants to like fix the situation by telling you all their emotions but when someone tells you all their emotions it's like you, you literally need even more space like for me if as someone emotion yeah. is on Suffocating. me I need even more space from them so it's like worse so it's kind of an interesting mm-hmm. kind of dynamic yeah and I think it's really beautiful when you realize that so you can actually communicate that and then it will you know give this deeper layer to your relationships not even only in your romantic relationship but also in your friendship because I think we're also it's easier for us to act cool and more chill in friendship yeah and I've been really learning to really speak my voice and talk about my emotions um even when I feel like, ah, it doesn't really matter. But then actually I'm going to keep like, um, I'm going to keep it somewhere in my brain and I'm going to remember it and it's going to be stuck there and be, I'm going to be annoyed by this person, but I'm not going to talk about it because I'm like, oh, it doesn't really matter. Like it doesn't really get to me, but then it actually does and it stays in my body and it would be so much more helpful just to talk about it and, you know, 
give this emotion a place to go and then this person can actually do something about it or understand me better so you have more yeah more connection and I think we don't really do that in friendships we we're just like oh no everything's fine everything's cool oh you can't come tomorrow that's fine it's just my birthday but we'll <laughs> celebrate another time but you can actually say like no actually I really want you to come because you're important to me and you're my friend and I think that is such a beautiful thing if you're aware of um yeah of that yeah I think it's so important it's like to just say like honestly how you feel like everyone wants to be like you're saying people go to extremes either they're very reactive like you can't come to something they're very mad or they're so chill like oh it's mm -hmm. fine it's fine but sometimes like even telling your friend like my friend was supposed to do something then she couldn't go and she's like she was really feeling so bad about it so I could tell it was very genuine but I was like I'm not upset at you like I trust life but I'm not gonna lie it is frustrating that like I move my schedule to be able to do this like I'm like I'm not mad at you but it is frustrating because I like move my day around for this and it wasn't actually her fault so it made it way better if it was just being her being like I don't want to go it's different but like I just think explaining how you feel I mean like oh it's fine you know and sharing how you feel and you can acknowledge both truths like you can acknowledge that someone maybe can't make it and that you're upset and like both can be true but it's very important to like you're saying express how you feel I just think people always take it to extremes right like they're either very mean about it or dramatic or like are so chill or like oh can't make like can't make it to my wedding no big deal great it's fine you know like see you next week you know yeah <laughs> so I think it's like but how does it it you know it's it, sometimes it hurts to you know have a friend tell you like oh actually like I, I I'm frustrated that you can come but also that means that that person really cares about you like unless they say it in like a toxic way or like Ugh. But if they if they take the time to actually express how they feel about you, I think that's very meaningful. And those are the connections that you want eventually. Um, because, yeah, it means that they care. Um, yeah. Also, I'm just curious, like, because you're in such a, you know, loving relationship. You always talk so, yeah, I don't know. Like, I see you, like, I just know that that this is something that you really wanted and that you know your husband treats you so well and I'm just curious because you're not dating so mm -hmm. I'm wondering like what your thoughts are on like having like a healthy mindset in dating oh my gosh well it's so funny because my husband's always like why don't you post me more I'm like I don't need to advertise <laughs> like I don't need people knowing how you know some girls are like and hey, my husband does this and this and this and I'm like yeah. I don't need anyone knowing because I don't need to like advertise <laughs> advertise you but yeah you know, I, I think it's many steps I think like you definitely I mean so in dating or like pre-dating I think you have to have this like mindset of I'm okay with however long it takes until I find what I really want like and, and and to genuinely believe that not to just tell yourself that because everyone's timeline is different like would you rather like get d date someone marry someone then not, not be the person for you then have to restart or wait two two extra years and then for the rest of your life hopefully or however long be in a loving relationship like to trust that to be like whenever this like comes like I, I'm going to keep my standards and the, when I was dating I was going on a lot of dates but I was dating like very intentionally like I was really trying to keep my integrity you know like I mean and I'm like a little bit more have a traditional view on dating I think that 
it's really important to look for traits that you're wanting right away. So for me, like how someone would be like, you know, I wouldn't sleep with people personally when dating. I think that's not a good, good thing to do. I think you're, it's so many, so much statistics show this. I would like, yeah, like really kind of try to really get to know someone. If I were to go back, I probably wouldn't even drink. I used to drink wine like uh, on dates, but I probably wouldn't if I were to like be dating now to really like have a very clear picture, not like a to see how someone really made me feel um like into inside my body but I think the first step is like un- be knowing what you desire but also being thinking about what am I gonna contribute like I you and I talked before podcast like I think a lot of women are like I bring me to the table like I'm a that's what I am and it's like there's a hundred of you <laughs> you know and yeah. like you have to be honest yeah. about that like you know yeah. especially in a big city it's and so it's understanding like what is like, what am I, why do I want partnership? Like Jenny asked yourself, why do I want it? And I think for me, when I finally got to a point of, you know, I really want to build something with someone. I really want to like, you know, build like a family later and really grow together and really help that person become better. Like with my skill set, like helping them maybe with spirituality or getting in tune with themselves and trusting themselves. And for me, I, you know, also want a partner. I think when your intentions, it sounds so cliche, but are very genuine, then like you're more focused on that so when I would see that someone wasn't a match it was very very clear to me when that wasn't what where someone was and I think while dating the biggest thing that helped me this is very hard to learn I I don't think it's like easy but it's to have emotional discipline so like when I would know that someone's not for me even if I like them and we had good chemistry great vibes and it's Friday night and you're bored and you're lonely and they want to hang out there's nothing else to do so why not you those are moments that I think are very defining so in those moments where like it would be like a weekend and the person I was like went on a few dates with asked me to hang out again but I knew that this wasn't the person I would I would have to just start being disciplined and being like no I'd rather sit alone and I don't know read a book listen to something than keep investing my time because everything you say yes to you're saying no to something else and so I think I got really clear in that of like, why am I trying to just like fill loneliness or boredom? Like I need to do something with my life. Like if I'm bored, then go, I need to do something. And I was just very honest with myself. And then I think when it comes to dating, my whole perspective shifted where I was like, I am looking for someone who will bring me like peace (laughs) essentially, and will bring out a good version of myself. And also like, I was kind of like, I kind of got fed up with dating a little bit. So I was like, I'm going to have kind of like, I'm going to have like a little bit of higher standards and trust that this is going to be my future husband. They're going to do it. So like, if I wanted to date, I'd make the guy that mm-hmm. would make them, but I would essentially like, they'd have to either pick me up or send me a car. I look back, I see that's not the safest. Obviously I'd say it in a very like classy, elegant way of like, when's the car arriving? You know, like I'm not rude, <laughs> but I would just like, I would just use yeah filters to see who was really invested in me and my husband like jokes he's like I thought you were crazy you made me like buy your ubers for like a month everywhere he was like I spent so much like money on these ubers he's like I invested so much time and effort into you that I was like we have to keep this going because it's so true we have to get married yeah like (laughs) I spent like five hundred dollars on ubers this month no but I, I think just really looking at who's gonna invest in you and really care and I think also being okay with rejection like there are tons of people who I want to date with who didn't message me so, and I was like, well, I didn't even like you, but wow, mm. you, didn't, you didn't, you didn't like me, but being like, trusting <laughs> that there's a reason yeah. in that. Like I wasn't going on dates, trying to convince people how great I was. I was trying to see if someone was a good partner for me. And like, and if I wasn't that for them, like, thank gosh. And I really was looking for peace. And I remember so funny. I went on the first date with my husband 
And after I thought like, oh, that was just like really nice and chill. I wouldn't say it was like, wow, this is the one. This is my soul. It was just very nice. It was like very polite, great date, like just very nice. But it wasn't, I didn't feel, oh my gosh, so anxious. I just felt chill. And, you know, I went home and then same thing. He like texted me right away. We ended up like hanging out again within a few days and then again within three days. And then in two weeks, he asked me to be his girlfriend. So there was like a lot of intentionality. And then we hung out every day and then we got engaged and four years later, like we're here. But I think that like, like you just watching someone's actions. I don't know. I just really believe that someone who wants, wants like to partnership will make that clear. But I also think that there's definitely some luck to that where like someone who can be abusive can also move quickly and people can mistake that for like great vibes so I don't mm-hmm. necessarily think that like getting engaged quickly it should be everyone's like ideal romance story if that makes like I don't think that that's an indicator of how someone how much someone loves you I have friends are together for nine years and then got engaged and are very happy so I don't think that like there needs to be a speed to it I think that there has to be intentionality no. or a discussion about that like if you're together for years and years and there's nothing I think that that's a red flag but I just think that it's kind of I guess very kind of gray area advice but you just have to trust yourself because if I were to tell you like oh engagement should be quick I don't think that that's true and if other people who weren't right for me if I would have gotten engaged to them I would have had to get divorced you know so it's like you I I don't think that that is what matters I think you have to just really learn to like understand yourself and I think to be on the safe side give it time like even I look back and I'm like, we could have gotten engaged and married like later. Like, I guess like statistically, right? People can get engaged quick and still get divorced. People can get engaged after 10 years and still get divorced. So I don't think that like that's necessary to it. I think it's really so in relationship by relationship. But I think you just have to look at that person and be really honest with yourself. Like, look at who they're friends with. Look at what they do for fun, Mm -hmm. their family, like that kind of vibe. I think that like... I don't know for me it was very important it's so funny because I used to joke with my friends I was like I'm gonna have a husband who doesn't have Instagram because I'm not gonna have no man who's following these hoes take like liking pictures like I will not be having that. I will not be pregnant and have my husband watching like a twerking video you know and my husband is like doesn't have any social media and doesn't like social media and I remember when we met I was like this is so beautiful, you know, like, or this is my dream. This is my dream. Yeah. Someone who doesn't, he like, yeah. like, it's too much. So I think like the quality of the person is so important and the traits and how intentional they are with you. Like, yeah, I think that yeah. that's like very important. And you feel, I think if we're honest with ourselves, we feel that I like back at people I dated before my husband and I'm like, you can see how much that person cared or didn't care. And I think that like, sometimes we, are lonely and want something so much but we have to I think you know I talked about this before but we have to feel so connected to our future self to be like uh like how what will future me think of this so for example I had a friend where she's a bit older she's like 35 and she was kind of interested in this guy who was I'm just going to put it frankly like bottom of the barrel would be really bad for her like just a really bad person like mm-hmm. I don't know way to put it like if he was okay I would say And I was like, you know what, like, think about you in five years, like, think about you at 40, for example, and I'm not saying like, and of course, like, if we're honest, like, yes, age does matter. If you're a woman who's in her 20s versus 30s, you do have different kinds of time. And I think that we should consider that. So I was saying like you at 40, 
how would she, that version of you feel right now about you entertaining this? Like that version of you that wants a partnership and kids, like how would she feel knowing that you are wasting your time doing that? And she was like, I could almost like is in tears. I was like, I can't, I would never let myself do that. Like I would be like shocked. So I think it's very important to connect with the future version of myself and yourself and think about you then. So when you're dating, like if you want, let's say you want to be a mom thinking of, okay, when I'm going to be like pregnant and like maybe life's not going to be that exciting or, you know, the first year when you have kids, statistically, it's the lowest marital satisfaction, you know, obviously like there's less intimacy, like what, what, how will your partner be then? Like, I think really thinking about those things, like based on their behavior now, how will that person be for me? How will that person be a partner to me in two years, three years, five years, 10 years? And like really connecting to that version of yourself. And for me, when I would think about, oh my gosh, this person is going to be like amazing. They would definitely sacrifice things if needed to, for like our child or for whatever. Like, I think you need to be very connected and care about future use happiness more than current use loneliness or chemistry or passion. And that was a very long way to answer, but I think it's like a lot of factors, but I think it's just like I think it's just being honest with yourself like I think a lot of, I look back when I was young and I would lie to myself a lot too like I knew someone wasn't good for me or I knew that their intentions weren't great or I'd see things I didn't like and I would ignore that and I think that when you finally like realize like I don't know you just kind of get to a point where like I'd rather have like honest truth and be sad and sit here alone for a few weeks on weekends or whatever than be in situations where I know I'm being lied to or whatever or that it's not in my alignment I think that that's when things really really changed for me yeah wow I think that's such beautiful great advice that I feel like we're not seeing enough or hearing enough because I think the intentional part of going into a partnership or like going on dating sites I think a lot of people don't really understand what they want what they actually want and I think if you don't understand your own values and like what you're actually wanting in a partner, but also looking at, okay, what, what kind of partner do I want to be? Because mm -hmm. that's going to reflect on um, the person you're being with, right? Like, how do you want to feel? Like, do you want to, um, I, I can't remember what I wrote down, but I made a whole list of like what I'm looking for in a partner but then also like, oh, how do I want to feel? And like, who do I want to be? And I think that was really helpful because you're not going to go on dates with people who seem fun, but that you know, or like who you know are not going to be looking for a relationship or, you know, maybe people who are, yeah, obviously not, looking for something you're not going to go on a date with them even though like most people on dating apps are not looking for something serious and that is the problem I think or like they don't understand what they want and I feel like a lot of men don't really know what they're doing that's my experience unfortunately like I'm going you know I've been going on a date with someone and then they're like I don't really know like, I don't see myself in a relationship, but then they're, like, treating me as their girlfriend. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, you can tell me if you're not looking for something, but then, I'm, like, your words and your actions, they have to align. It's like, <laughs> like it's, it's like, so... it's like being at the grocery store being like, I'm not looking for groceries. 
like, <laughs> people are gonna be like why are you at the grocery store you're paying for the groceries but you're still not like you're not there yeah <laughs> it's, yeah it's very confusing I think in, like you I think like you said intentionality is really rare I think a lot of people have so much going on in their life and don't take the time to get to know themselves which I understand like life can be stressful but I think that uh, you have to have like kind of a self protective mechanism in that way so I guess like my question to you is how do you date intentionally like kind of yeah what's your approach not that you have like a strict approach but like how do you try to date intentionally and you know stay in alignment to what's you know important to you Mm, that's such a good question because I took a little break from dating because it can be so draining and you really have to protect yourself because if you're falling into that oh I'm going on a few dates it can be you know when you're not dating it can feel like oh I'm so lonely like I I want attention I want to have like I want to go on a fun date but like what you're saying like yeah I'd rather sit alone and you know watch a stupid show on tv than going inside of that dating trap mm-hmm. um so I don't know I'm trying to figure it out a little bit like I know what I want in a partner but I'm also not really rushing myself right now and I think that's also good like if you feel like oh well I'm just taking a break I think that's fine too because then at least you're not (laughs) like dating just to date Mm -hmm. Um, but I feel like if I'm going to be dating I feel like I want to be honest and be kind of front of what I'm looking for so that you know I'm not going to figure it out on date four that this person is not looking for anything serious meanwhile they're like in their 30s and (laughs) balding and they're like 38 I'm not I'm not ready to settle that you're like are you sure are you like are you sure about that yeah (laughs) like I think on hinge you can write down what your relationship goals are and then I see all these men that are like in their late 30s and they're still figuring it out like figuring out their dating goals and like sir like what like that's that's a red flag to me at least um I can understand if you're like fresh out of a relationship or like fresh out of like an engagement or whatever like I can understand like it's the majority of men Uh, so yeah, and I think it's it's okay to be honest about it. I feel like if I'm going to tell someone like, oh, I'm actually looking for a partner and they're telling me, oh, I'm not, you know, looking for that, then at least I'm not going to continue seeing them or like dating them. Um, so yeah, I have a picture of what I want in a relationship, but I... It's really hard because I I haven't been dating for a while. I don't know when I'm going to start. Maybe next year. (laughs) But I think it's like, I think that it's so good that you're coming from such a place because you've been able to like build a life that you're fulfilled in and feel good in where someone else would just be an addition to that. Like, sure. Yeah. That could bring you more happiness just Mm -hmm. like another friend would, but you're not out there. Like you're not desperate for it. I think that's the key. I think that like you really, and it's, it's like much easier said than done in a way, but I think you really have to be like, like if I were to be dating now, my approach would be build a life that I feel really happy in first. It might take a while. I might have to like, 
like join new communities, do things. And once I feel already connected, already like as good as I can be on my own, then from that space, I would be open because I know that I have, I'm not trying to fill something or run away from something. So if someone's not good for me, then good, like then, okay, I I feel good kind of like where, where I am. And like you're saying, I think, I think like, yeah, with men, for a lot of men, there is a lack of intentionality. And I think you have to look for that because I think that someone who's intentional in one area will be intentional in more and, and the vice versa, if they're not, then they're not like, if they're not even intentional about what they want to do in life or what, what they're, then why would they be intentional about their partner? You know, I think that like, you really have to, look, it's yes. almost like the kind of how people talk about how it's like when someone's dressed well, they're respected more, which is kind of, and people are shocked by that to me. It's kind of obvious because it's like, if someone's intentional about the way that they present themselves you're going to assume that they're going to be more intentional about other aspects of their life so similar with dating yes. if you feel like someone's intentional about like their work and keeping their home clean and what they eat like you see wow they put effort and energy into things in their life they're probably going to put effort energy into the relationship so I think it's a kind of looking at that and yeah like you said being honest with yourself about why am I wanting the relationship I think that that's like so so important and and to like really like let life show you like if things aren't clicking or lying or there's chaos or drama probably not the person I mean who knows maybe but like to like like I feel like you get more peace in life when you just like flow a little bit more it sounds so cliche but it's like oh wow this is really not aligning every time I try to do this but this really is so you know and it kind of comes down to that like it's such a cliche but like someone who like likes you will make it obvious I really think you know so like you said and to not feel like crazy like it's not normal for someone not to text you back all day after it's like like being honest with yourself about behaviors that are just not normal like yeah I don't know I think it's like just being like honesty it sounds so obvious like I know that Jordan Peterson says this and I know he's controversial but like he says like the more that you live your life by the truth even if things are like uncomfortable or painful you're going to be happier because if you just tell yourself the truth so remember I'd go on dates and like I could a guy wouldn't text me after I wouldn't lie to myself I'd be like he didn't like me like he I don't know why I don't know what he didn't like but he didn't like me and that's okay and I'm going to move on not mm-hmm is he busy well maybe maybe let me check his instagram story let it's like just yeah. just be honest with yourself like i would just That's be like, a trap yeah it's mm-hmm. a trap you just have to be like he he didn't like me or blah, blah like or whatever like he's yeah. something else and then that like sets you free immediately i'd be like oh and like you move on so sometimes it would be like yeah yeah like uncomfortable or something but i think that like it's such a cliche but if you just look at the truth behind someone or like if you I remember I like liked someone but I just knew that they were not going to be compatible like I just knew that this person would just be kind of would like be a player I was honest with myself I'm like this person will cheat on you and you're gonna be sad so just like just look at their behaviors or like Mm -hmm. look at things that are not compatible like it's such a silly thing a lot of people talk about I remember a guy I was like not like dating but you know seeing I would just notice he was on Instagram like like following like 2,000 girls and I just in the moment was like this is just not my husband. Like, it's just not. Like, I like this person, but I will always be honest with myself. I don't like this. Right. This is just not for me. This is not the kind of man that I'm going to do the same thing with. Like, yeah, I do the same thing. If I, if there's something that I don't like, I sometimes tell this to my therapist. I'm like, well, my future husband is not going to not, they're not (laughs) going to do this. Like, they're not because that's not how you treat people. And it's not how you treat your future wife. So I'm like, I'm just turned off. And I think what you're saying, 
I love that because how you do one thing is how you do other things. And I think the era that I'm in right now is like my my job, my career is going great. I love my home. I love my friends. I'm building community. I'm treating myself. I'm trying to figure out how I want to dress. You know, I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm honestly like loving my life right now. So when you love your life and like when you love different aspects in your life, you're not going to allow a partner or like a date to disrupt that or like interrupt that. I don't know how to say it, but you're not going to let anyone um, take that away from you because you're, and I'm not saying like, I'm not trying to be avoidant right now. Like sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm, am I just avoidant right now? Like, am <laughs> I not dating for that reason? But no, I think I'm genuinely really enjoying all the love that I've been getting from women um, that are also building their careers here. And like, you know, I, I started teaching meditation in July and, and there's a lot of people um, coming on my path that are showing me love so if you're getting it you know and you're pouring your love into your own life you're just you just don't want anyone to you're going to be intentional with the person you're going to allow in that beautiful face that you've created for yourself so I think that's very important and I think it's coming kind of like full circle what we've talked about like you want connection and safety and if you can build if you can build that for yourself you're not going to you're going to see the the red flags immediately you're going to feel you're going to be in such a high space and such a high frequency that when something is off you're not you don't you don't even want it you don't want to chase it but if you're used to that if your life is a chaos you're going to look for that high you're going to want that you know, that person that's not going to text you back all the time because when, when they do, it's going to be feeling amazing. But if your life is amazing and if you have it filled with beautiful things, you don't, you're going to be annoyed by him not texting you back. You don't, you're, you don't even want to wait. You don't even care when they text you. So I feel like that's a switch that you have to like make in your life and that's going to take a while. Not going to be you know, I'm going to be, um, I don't chase, I attract girly. Like, it's not going to be like saying a couple affirmations and you're going to be there. It's going to take a lot of work to actually, I don't know if it sounds so cliche, but it's going to take some work. And I, I know that you've done it too. Like you've poured everything into yourself. Like you treat yourself how you want your future partner to treat you. Right. And that's just, I think that's true. And I'm not even worried. I think if someone's going to be in my life, they will have to treat me even better than I treat myself, not less, because I'm not going to allow it. And I feel like that's kind of like the mindset that I have now. Still questioning myself if I'm being avoided, but I think this is healthy. So I think also yeah. everything you're saying is like someone you're proud of. Like, you know, when there's girls who will like hide or change a story about how their partner's behaving, like someone I used to really like, I used to be so crazy. I used to think like, if I was standing on the altar with this person, would I be like, so proud like that, like of this person that I like want to share shit. Like I want to 
yeah, like I, I'm, I'm like happy to be here. Would there be things that would like bother me? Like I remember, be like, I'm not gonna stand at an altar and know that this man was liking some girl in a bikini's pic this morning. <laughs> like there is just <laughs> no way in hell. Like God, like this is the one thing that will, it will not be me, you know. And I think, like you said, you learn to respect yourself. I don't know. And it, it's a journey, and it's so funny because one of my clients, we did a hypnosis on this to like make her body react negatively to emotional unavailability and only positively to like consistency. So we're like when someone like you said doesn't text you back, you're like, it's like you you almost see the wounding in them, and you're like, I don't need that in my life. Like yeah, you already turned it off. Yeah, you really just like like it's like it's not cute you don't feel like ooh, I'm gonna post a sexy pic and you feel like sweetie goodbye like and I feel like like you're saying it's not an overnight thing it's not just it's not a switch like it really it really takes time I don't know maybe just it takes like growth but you just get to a point where you respect yourself so much where you're like it just won't be me like I will just not be treated that way I will not be like lied yeah. to I'm not gonna be like put in the blue like I'm not gonna I you just it, it just takes time I don't know how else to put it and inner work but you're just you have such self-respect for you where I just had something in me where I was like it like who I'm with I will be like so proud like like that I've gotten there not like not lying to myself you know I don't know I think the worst thing we can do in life is lie to ourselves and I think like when I was younger when being in different situations things I didn't I knew weren't great or whatever and I would just lie to myself and I just ne- I don't want to live like that like I want to live in the truth yeah. you know and what how long however long that takes like it's better like you're living a life like just how you described in such truth like an authenticity in everything you do it would be crazy for you to enter a relationship that wasn't was like inauthentic or like not aligned like it's like you radiate truth and authenticity it's like it would be crazy for your part of your life to not be like that. So I think you just become, as you grow up, so dedicated to like the truth. I don't know where you're like, the, it has to be authentic and real for, you know, for it to be in my life. Yes. And also that love that you pour into yourself, it has to be genuine and that they, that takes time. And it's not going to be, you know, sometimes I see women you know, they're telling their, themselves, oh, I love myself. And I listen to the sprinkle, sprinkle lady. And, <laughs> and I need a bubble bath and a face and a face mask <laughs> and <a> salt. <laughs> yeah. And they also talking about like, um, you know, what we were talking, we, we talked about like, um, what do, you know, what do they, what do you bring to the table? It's going to be, you don't, it's going to be a lot. It's not going to be just your presence or the product that you put on your makeup and the effort you put into your appearance, you are so much more than that because you have a whole beautiful life. Um, you know, you have a, maybe like pets that you love or like a beautiful home or a beautiful hobby. You know, maybe you, you're learn you're teaching yourself how to cook or, you know, I don't know, like maybe something else, like maybe pool dancing or like, you know, you're teaching classes or you're doing courses or like, and that's not going to be an overnight thing. So I feel like a lot of these women who claim they love themselves, it's like almost like fabricated, Mm -hmm. almost fake. It's not, they want to, but it takes time. And I think you have to like give yourself that time. And if you can relax in that time, that's going to allow people in that are aligned with you. And I think that's just where I'm at. Like, it will come. Like, I'm not, 
I'm not dating from a place where I feel like I need to fill up the space or avoid. Yeah. And I think that the last thing of something you said, I think it's really good practice to do. Like you said, like to tune into your future partner and their energy and be like, is this this person? Like I would tell myself, like, I'm like, my future husband, he will send me an Uber. <laughs> like my future husband will will be doing this or will not be doing this. And intentionality. Yes. Yeah, like I think that you when you tune into that person's energy and then you think, is, th- is this my future husband or not? Like you feel into it so much more, you know, and- yeah, and, and just and just also to be aware of like the energy that you're putting out, I guess. I don't know. I have like a friend who is the last thing I know we're here for so long, but she is dating. But on her profile, she posts pictures that I would say are a little bit maybe too intimate for like a dating profile and then it's, and attracts kind of those kinds of people. So I think it's also having like being grounded in reality. So meaning like, okay, for example, I love dancing. I love pole, but if I would be dating, I would not be leading with those pictures. I would be like in a turtleneck with my dog. Like I, not that you mm-hmm. curate something, but also being aware of like what you're portraying, like what parts of you are like, um, I know that goes into a podcast with the behavioral scientist from hinge. And she was saying like, a lot of people will post only their like nightlife photos, right? Like people who are going, out but then like to someone else it looks like this person just goes out like be also aware of the image that you're portraying in a way and I guess also though like yeah just having like that awareness because in the beginning unfortunately people only see that if you, like if you're like on a dating app so just be aware like if you're a man don't just have all yeah. your pictures party like yeah I don't know just have like awareness of what you're putting out or when I would go on dates I wouldn't dress provocatively I would dress like more elegantly like I would just be aware and I get that that's maybe contradictive to like you know like things I like to do but I'm I would think just be aware of like the energy that you're putting out just like I for example I was like I will never date a man who posts like shirtless mirror selfies <laughs> like it's just like, it's an ick for me it's a no so yeah. like so just like I think being aware of that what your kind of energy that you're putting out as well is good <laughs> it's always good to be self I want to see your personality right yeah. Yeah, but I like even on like when I'm swiping, I want to see a little bit of your personality. I don't want to see you in like I don't like I don't want to see three selfies. I want to see a hobby, uh, not necessarily if you're fishing, you know, like the fish <laughs> photos, but like I want to see that you're surfing or like cooking or whatever, like something that you like to do and maybe a pet or maybe a vacation picture. I don't want to see like eight selfies and five of them being without a shirt. Like that's, (laughs) I feel like also like women who will go after that, they're not really looking for a relationship, I think, Mm -hmm. or they're, I'm not sure. I'm just, you know from my perspective yeah Yeah. and I also think like in a way if you're organically that person you won't have to curate that like if you're you're not you're like it's like because there could be someone who doesn't do those things but then like over the weekend takes a surfing class goes to like a cooking thing and like curates the image but that's not really who they (laughs) are so I think in a way Mm -hmm. like when it's who you are it would also it'll also feel authentic but just to have like that extra awareness too is always good it's not saying that like fake your personality like go skydiving take a pasta cooking class and surf all in one weekend to like create your profile (laughs) although like might create new interests but like yeah but just kind of understand that people want to really know who who you are and like whatever you show is like who you're kind of marketing towards in a way you know so kind of having that awareness I think is always good but then in the day what you said is I think just having 
it's like kind of cliche but the more inner work you do on yourself and the more you know yourself and like genuinely love and respect yourself I think that it trickles into other areas of life and if you're already in a relationship to use that as a mirror and to like understand that there's things that you can grow and learn and become better I think for me like I've been humbled and that's been really good for me to realize like oh I am being selfish here and and like I am being like this and yeah it's hard to admit I remember my mom on the phone was like have you ever thought that maybe (laughs) you know and (laughs) I was like okay so I just think that it can and like you're saying then it helps you grow and then that goes into other areas of your life so I think to not like yeah to be like humble enough to really want to grow as well yeah I think this was such a great conversation and I think genuinely like I I hope there will be more beautiful advice for women but also for men like how to you know date intentionally I think it's yeah I think there should be more focus on men, to be honest. Um, because I think that will not to say that like men are the problem, but also a little bit. They I have less support. Women yeah. yeah. I think women are more aware of what they want. And yeah, I think men maybe I don't know. I'm not I'm not really sure, but that's what I'm experiencing. So. Yeah, I, I think I fully agree. There's a lot of statistics. I don't have them like here, but like for men, like how lonely also they feel, how less support they feel because women at least talk to their like friends and et cetera. So I feel like men have so much less resources. And so then, yeah, when they find one guy online who even if it's not giving, it's not giving good advice, it's somebody to listen to. So I feel like men ideally to have more grounded grounded men to connect with and they obviously it's like their own barriers like you know less emotionally open and whatever but I think that for men there's less like spaces like even you know for me I go to dance or pole or all these communities and it's like for my husband everything is centered around work so you're going to work events and blah 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 but there's less just like hangouts for men to just connect as well which I think then leads to like an even deeper starvation of like deep connection especially if they're not in a relationship or married or anything yeah yeah, or don't have female friends mm-hmm. or family. Yeah, you're you're totally right. So maybe men, please start a podcast for men if you if you're a grounded guy. I think that like that's definitely like yeah. such an untapped space. And yeah, like men's energy is just so different, where they're like less likely to just meet someone and fully open up to them. But I think that like, yeah, I just also think so to close off like everyone just to kind of be being like a little bit nicer like I was at a cafe and this man came up to me and he tried to hit on me and I was like oh I'm married but after he was like oh sorry like I'm just moved to this area I'm just trying to meet new people like it's been really hard he like opened up to me and I was just really nice and gave him like advice and he was like such a nice like man you know and I was just like giving him advice about you know like well it's it's okay like put yourself out there it's okay if someone rejects you blah 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 and he was just like wow just talking to you like showed me that there are nice women he's like most girls when I come up to them just roll their eyes or like whisper to their friend and I was just like Mm. I was like I'm not interested um but like you know like like it just just I think just kindness I think when people are rude and opposite sexes and it creates so much me like so but I think like being I mean like some people are gonna think I'm crazy for things, but I think that being sometimes even just kind to, to men can be like very healing because I think that they have way less people be nice and smile at them and etc than mm-hmm. than women do I think that they have to face way more rejection so I just think that and men too to to be like open like just being I think just the first step also just being open to the other 
gender's energy and just being kind can already just like create so much healing in the world in a completely non-romantic way yeah we have such opposite wounds but also like such similar wounds and I think when we recognize recognize those it can be such a beautiful space but yeah yeah like we need each other I think that men and women have to realize that we need each other at the end of the day and to like and that that's just like but then and that's okay you know just like we yeah. need friends too you know it's you don't have to do it all alone and be fully independent and never rely on anyone like it's 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 good to have people who you trust and who you can connect with yeah we're not each other's enemies and I think if we're moving into that then yeah the world will be a more beautiful space yeah well, thank you so much for coming on. This was such an amazing conversation. I'll have, of course, all your Instagram and your website down below. So if people want to connect with you, how can they find you? I'll link everything that I have. But if you have anything special that you want to announce. Mm, I think the best way to connect with me is on Instagram. I'm basically every day, like, like I'm, I'm there, like almost every <laughs> other person. Um, yeah, I think that's the best way. Okay, awesome. We'll have your website, your Instagram yeah. down below. Josie is an amazing astrologer. And so if you have any questions and if you're uh, in the Netherlands, she hosts amazing events, meditation events, and a bunch of, I know that you're hosting in like in your home healing spaces and things like that. So I'll definitely check all of that out. And yeah, thank you so much for coming on. It was, I feel like this was such an amazing conversation and I hope that we can maybe even have many more. Yes, maybe in April when yes. I'm there <laughs> yeah we can we like we record like five episodes while you're there <laughs> I would love that thank, thank you guys. so much for having me thank you so much I will see all of you guys in the next episode thank you for tuning in feel I'll have our instagrams down below be sure to tag us if you listen to this episode and dm us your thoughts or post your thoughts on your story we'd be so happy to see them and read them and yeah we will connect with you guys soon bye everyone <laughs>